You're now listening to Confident Women's Podcast. Healing generational trauma, raising awareness, exploring our feminine and masculine energies, astrology, and some just for fun content because laughter is medicine. Hey ladies and gentlemen and gentlewomen, whichever of you identify as, thank you for tuning in. If this is your first time listening, this is my new podcast called Confident Queens Podcast. So I had a random thought earlier in the week. I, strangely enough, have an equal balance of earth, water, fire, and air in my natal chart. And for those of you who don't know what a natal chart is, okay, so you type your information into... Basically, it's your date of birth. So you have to know your date of birth exactly where you were born and the time that you were born so you type this in it creates a chart of where each planet was aligned in outer space in the solar system the day that you were born and how it influences who you are in your daily life so I have the link to the natal chart test or quiz per se um, in this description so You should check that out if you're curious or want to find out more about yourself. I also have an episode describing what each planet means. So what each sign means in each planet, basically. But that's in one of my prior episodes from last season when I was Mind of Melody. So you'll have to go find that. It's called Natal Chart Explained. Anyway, but I was speaking with a friend of mine about air signs so she's an Aquarius air signs are Gemini Aquarius and Libra and I'm thinking about it like why is the mascot per se of Aquarius the water bearer like if you type Aquarius into any search bar it looks like a lady with flowy long hair usually holding a water jug or emptying one out but the sign Aquarius is an air sign now I have done my share of research in the astrological realm and that is something I cannot wrap my head around if any of you listening have any idea as to why this is please pause this episode go to my Instagram message me on TikTok whatever you prefer confident queens podcast please message me directly because i'm completely confused i don't know i don't understand but i would love to know if you know shoot i'll even shout you out in the next episode fuck it okay so today's episode is what's wrong with being confident i really want to play demi lovato's confident right now But unfortunately, I have not had the funds to invest in getting a license and using the rights to cool, hip music. Although, for some reason, it's acceptable to use this music on TikTok, as you please. So you can see my little teaser clip on TikTok. I personally relate a lot to Demi Lovato just because I was always a fan of Camp Rock and Wizards of Waverly Place on Disney Channel. Camp Rock legit rocked my world dude i love everything about the movie the beginning song that plays is 
Demi Lovato, and she's singing as her character. Um, it's called Who Will I Be? And I'm not a professional singer. I am, however, very versed in karaoke. So in this song, she says, Who will I be? It's up to me. All the never-ending possibilities. So beautiful, right? <laughs> the whole soundtrack is honestly amazing. Obviously, my favorite song is This Is Me. So in the, in the video, Demi Lovato is going to Camp Rock and everyone there, their parents are like either famous musicians or just famous somehow, very successful, and her parents are just lower class, have regular jobs. So she tries to fit in by making up a lie that her mom is president of Hot Tunes China. And uh, sometimes I wish I would have started a counterculture podcast because I'm probably a lot better at describing movies and shows that I've watched because I've watched literally almost everything on Netflix. And it's not that I don't have a life. I just really find the arts, um, acting really appealing and I also did theater when I was in high school so but anyway so towards the end she starts writing this well at the beginning she starts writing this song this is me now I'm gonna try not to butcher this this is real this is me I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be gonna let the light shine on me now I found who I am there's no way to hold it in no more hiding who I want to be. This is me. And then, of course, Joe Jonas comes in and he's like, You're the missing piece I need, the song inside of me. Because in the movie, he heard someone playing this riff that Demi Lovato was playing on the piano. And he didn't know it was Demi Lovato until the end. Anyway, it's a very beautiful movie. And um, this is also why... My romantic viewpoints in life are so misconstrued is <laughs> because I do believe in true love and I do believe that it could happen. Anyway, if you haven't seen the movie, if you're a camp rocker and you haven't seen the movie, I recommend it. It was total goosebumps. It was amazing watching this movie again. And it was definitely a boost of confidence for sure because the whole concept of this movie is not the relationship between Demi Lovato and Joe Jonas, well, their characters, but mainly the relationship you learn to find within yourself, which in turn leads you to find your soul tribe and maybe your um, soulmate. <laughs> so Demi Lovato's a Leo and I'm a Leo. Jennifer Lopez is also a Leo, but we're not going to be talking about her that much in this episode. Basically, Leos are known to be the most confident of the Zodiac. There are good traits and bad traits of each Zodiac sign, for sure. Which leads me to my next statement that an unevolved Leo, unevolved anyone really, this could probably apply to anyone, um, there's a fine line between confidence and arrogance. And it's so easy to get caught up in ego. Once you're feeling confident, you're feeling good, you're feeling like you can conquer the world. You know, we all have those days. 
we wish that they would last forever. Sometimes you just have to find it within yourself to keep pushing through, right? So when you're in those moods where you're just on top of the world, sometimes arrogance can sneak in. So when you're feeling confident, it means you know who you are, what you have going on. No other person is going to mess with your energy. No other person in the room is competition. Feeling sure of yourself and your own abilities and not comparing them to anyone else and also not tearing down someone else, basically not removing someone else's crown to fix your own. Confidence isn't about feeling superior to others. Arrogance is about feeling superior to others. Arrogance is exaggerating your own worth or importance. You finally hit the mile marker. You want to tell everyone. It's good to tell everyone about your successes, but it's not good to only talk about them, especially if somebody is expecting you to listen to them or their feelings or their emotions. Um, So it's about setting your confidence is about setting your own pride aside or showing an offensive attitude of superiority. Like I mentioned, bragging about yourself, making every story about you, proving your worth at all times to everyone around blending in with everyone because you're actually not sure who you are and people pleasing there's nothing wrong with this behavior it just isn't healthy and it holds the exact opposite effect that you're going for a lot of women i know for sure and not just women but i know that a lot of confidence comes lack of confidence comes within society. So what's wrong with being confident in this society? Well, it's the toxic masculinity that has control over a lot of our everyday lives. If we think back to the olden days, the typical societal structure, the man goes out, the man makes the money, the woman stays home, births and raises the children. In these times, women were not allowed to have a voice, let alone an opinion on anything really. Same with people of color, people of different cultures. You know, if somebody doesn't speak the same language as you, why do you have to listen to them? Well, maybe they have a message. Now in this day and age, we have all sorts of movements, really. We have the gay pride, Black Lives Matter. All of these are very important because if you can think about the way someone feels when they feel alienated, they don't feel like they belong, a lot of that has to do with society, us as individuals, how we make them feel, just because we can't relate. But I think a lot of it has to do with the way that we grew up, our parents, their values, their morals, what they taught us. That's why some of us are the black sheep, per se, of the family, is because we feel like we didn't really fit in with our families. There's a lot of bullying happening in schools, a lot of things that we could really change. If we look deep within ourselves and thought, maybe the issue isn't about someone else, it's about me. And if you grew up in a household where it was outdated, where the dad made the money, mom stayed home, there may have been verbal, emotional, or even physical abuse going on, it's hard to grow up and not continue these behaviors in school taking it to school, bullying other kids. It's hard to bounce back from something like this that you've witnessed or had happen to you. And you carry that stuff in other relationships as well. So I thought it would be a good idea to try and decide what's within us 
that makes us not feel confident. And then think of ways that we can overcome not feeling confident. What inhibits us to not feel confident in ourselves? Well, past conditioning from parents, society, relationships. You can have so much empathy for someone, but also at the same time, you have to have empathy for yourself and compassion for yourself. If you're in a dangerous situation with someone, with your family, with a partner, you have to realize that it's not your job to save someone else, but that you deserve better. And sure, you can see this podcast as me preaching about certain things that I have no control over, but I think it's really beneficial as an individual to realize your own faults, be aware of your own faults, and just try to promote deep inner healing. There are so many negative thought patterns that we don't turn off, things we would never ever say to another person. We are our own worst enemy and our own worst critic. And some of these things do get said to other people, but if you think about it in a certain way, You could speak to someone else, but why? Is it because you talk to yourself that way? Do you feel that way toward yourself? I know for me, if I ever see myself having an attitude, it's because one, I can't communicate effectively or I think that I'm not allowed to because of past conditioning. There was a time in my life where I was very outspoken and someone silenced me. Someone that I was dating and his friends silenced me. That wasn't fair to me, but sometimes, even to this day, I let them have control and power over me, and it's not okay. But it is okay because I realize it. I think if we realize more about ourselves, then we can stop ourselves from behaving in the ways that we do. It would be cool to do that early on, like for kids in elementary school. I wish we had more programs that helped. You know, children realize that they don't have to take that anger to school to bully other kids. You don't have to bully other people because they're different. Usually the different ones are more accepting of everyone else because they know they're different. A lot of these, a lot of the negative thought patterns also have to do with if onlys. If only I had bigger breasts, if only I were smarter, if only I wasn't so sad, if only I lived in a bigger house, drove a nicer car, if only I had better parents. You know, these negative thought-based patterns are what keeps us in this cycle of self-destructive thoughts. Well, maybe if my dad or mom had not done what they did, I'm so sorry to say that they did that. I am sorry about what happened to you, but that was not your fault, and it is not your responsibility to carry that guilt shame, and fear with you in your everyday life. It's not fair to you. And whoever hurt you, I'm sorry, but it's not fair to you to keep hurting yourself to try to get their attention. They don't care that you're being self-destructive or they would admit their faults and apologize. It's a cycle, you see? The best thing you can do is to tell yourself the truth. Practice I am's. I am capable. I am smart. I am valuable. I am not responsible for someone else's actions. I'm not responsible for what happened to me at the hands or voice of another. What I am 
responsible for is changing this behavior, getting out of this victim mentality, and starting to live my own life, pursuing my motherfucking dreams. No one is going to keep me down, and no one will continue to hold this power over me because I remember who I am, why I am here, and the beautiful impact I have in this world every single day. Thank you all for listening. I think one of the best ways to connect with each other is to share similar traumas. One, because it makes you feel a lot less alone in this world. And two, it helps give you a jump start into the rest of your life. And I don't want to promote trauma bonding, but trauma bonding is sometimes it's very beneficial. If you can relate to someone about things that have happened to you, terrible things it makes you feel less alone in the world but I don't think you should stay in that energy and you should not stay in that space I think you should recognize that these things happen all the time sorry to say it but what can we do as individuals what can we do ourselves to make sure that this does not happen for generations and generations on end what can we do within ourselves to make sure that when we have kids, this does not happen to them. We do not pass on this anger, this hurt, this guilt, this shame. We find healthier ways to cope, healthier ways to teach, healthier ways to be an example. And I don't mean, yes, let's go to church every day. Nobody can drink alcohol or say bad words. I just mean, try to find more supportive ways that work for you and your family to problem solve, love each other, support each other, uh, and be productive because there's a lot of people out here who are stuck in patterns mentally, emotionally, physically, self-destructive, self-inhibiting patterns where We know they're smart and they're capable and they could be doing a lot more with themselves. As Demi Lovato once said, it's time for me to take it. I'm the boss right now. Not going to fake it. Not when you go down because this is my game and you better come to play. Tune in two weeks from now as I go over ways to build confidence and take back your power without using toxicity or control over another person. Follow me on Instagram and TikTok. Like me on Facebook, Confident Queens Podcast. Message me if you have any questions or want to be featured in the next episode. I would love to hear your stories and be someone that you feel like you can open up to and confide in and trust. I'm here for you. Thank you for listening.